Hi and welcome to the latest and greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast. You can probably tell that the sound quality is just a little bit, bit different. That is because I am recording this amazing episode of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast with me, your host, motherfucking Harvey Hook, uh, on my iPhone. What? Crazy! And um, as a result, it's actually because uh, normally I record these on Saturdays, I do these live, you guys seem to like them and share them with everyone, you know. But tomorrow, I seen chronologically, because if you are listening to this, technically, this is the past, you time-traveling devil you. And so tomorrow is my moving day, where I am moving. So I needed the day to do the moving. So here we are doing it a day earlier. Because of course, you needed to know this, and of course, you care for some reason. But, welcome to the Honest Modern Dating Podcast, episode number, my favourite number. And in this podcast, we're going to be talking about love masochists, or love fucking flagellation, which is what a good number of people do. And I bet you're one of them. Maybe. Who knows? This is a podcast. I don't know who you are specifically right now. So what I mean by love masochism or by love flagellation is this is what most people do. You guys, and I say this, you guys, not gender specific guys, but as a guys to the people who are fucking listening to this, tend to do this quite a bit. You meet someone who's not that into you, you try and convince them to like you, it doesn't work out, you wonder why it didn't work out, then you think something's wrong with you. Straight to the point, straight to the fucking core, straight knife to the bone, that shit is painful. That shit has to stop. Now, love masochism comes from a sense of lack of knowing who you are, and so this is the thing right here. When you try and please everyone, you ultimately please no one. Similarly, when you don't fucking know who you are, right, or when you're afraid to admit who you are, what you end up doing is meeting people who aren't in alignment. Now, alignment is the name of the game. Alignment is knowing what and who you are. Now, you know, some people call this chakras. Some people call this aligning your chakras. I just call this straight up identity work. Meaning we, when we work together one-on-one, we work on your sense of identity. And as a result, you become this rock-solid, indestructible human being who's super attractive and everyone just seems to know and you're super magnetic. Uh, and it just fucking works, right? But what's interesting thing here is when you know that you're someone who's worthy of love, straight to the point, let's cut all the shit, let's cut all the introduction. When you know you're someone who's worthy of love, and someone doesn't treat you the same way that you think you deserve to be treated, that person will either shape up or ship out. This is not a a bastard way, which some of you guys are like, if he does, and this is what I hear, and I'm not making fun of a particular person here, or a particular group, but this is what I hear, and you can obviously replace the genders with any form of gender. But you, you guys say, if... This person doesn't like me for who I am, then fuck them. But that comes from anger. That comes from you recognizing yourself as an angry human being. It doesn't mean that you're someone who's worthy of love. It means you're someone who's angry. And so ultimately, you'll meet someone who will only make you angrier. But if you recognize that you're someone who's worthy of love, 
we create what is called a standard. Ah, that's a word. Everyone knows what standards are, but half of the people fucking listening to this podcast don't know what that means. They go, yeah, I got standards, but you don't fucking look after them. You don't assert them. Why? Because you don't know who you are. If you did, you wouldn't listen to this podcast. You'd think that someone like me is silly, because I honestly think I'm someone with crazy high standards, and I think someone like me is silly. (laughs) I honestly think the fact that dating coaches and personal development in this world, it's good, right? There's obviously a lot of value out of it, but what works 10 times better is just knowing who you are, right? That's all really why we do anything. Either you're figuring yourself out or you figured yourself out. And this is what some people do, right? This is what some people do, is they'll date someone to figure themselves out and then they wonder why it went wrong. It's because you were half in and half out. This is the whole masochist thing, right? You were half in, half out, so you weren't full in. And so therefore, it's kind of like you were trying to run a race, drive a race, but you are also trying to do, do your hair in the mirror. I don't know about you, but whenever I try and do my hair in the mirror, I can't fucking focus on driving the car. And so what makes it more powerful to drive the car is to actually fucking drive the car, is to put more effort and more concentration and the P word, not penis, but presence into the process. But some of you guys are going and trying to date thinking it means shit about you. You get rejected, you think it means shit about you. You, Someone doesn't like what you've done, you think it means shit about you. Your partner, this is a big thing, right? I see this over and over and over again. Women get offended that their partners, men, I'm assuming, if if you're like just heterosexual women, to be straight to the point, get offended that their partner looks at porn. They think it means shit about them. It doesn't. It means he's looking at porn. That's all it means. It doesn't mean anything else. But then we get upset because we think it means stuff about us. You probably heard me talk about this in the last podcast before. The reason why we get hurt is because that part of our identity wasn't strong enough to stand up by itself. Because we thought it meant something about us. It doesn't. And that you'll stop focusing. Here's the big thing. You'll stop focusing on what you think it means about you when you know who you are. This is the thing, right? I asked this question online. I asked this question online and it's a bit of a trick loaded question because I'm a bit of an asshole like that. I'm just straight to the point. But the, um, the, the question I asked was, do you find yourself attractive? Now, some of you guys gave me the saddest answers I've ever seen. And those answers were things like, oh, sometimes. I'm like, oh God, I'm so sorry for you. Are you okay? Do you need a hug? There's some other people say, on good days. Some people say yes. And I think that's not good enough. I want to get you to the point where you think that someone questioning if you're attractive or not is just silly. Like, for example, if you were Leonardo da Vinci and someone asked you, are you a good painter? You'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? Have you seen every painting I've done? And if not, can't you fucking tell I've got a paintbrush in my hand? It's all about identity. 
It's all about knowing who you are. Anything less is you are trying to figure out who you are. You're using the relationship to figure it out, then you're half in, half out, then you're a fucking masochist. What happens is, this is the flagellation. So medieval times, I don't know, medieval times, Renaissance times, they had flagellation or self-flagellation. It was like a priest who's like, oh, I did a bad job. I got to whip myself for the Lord. So they had a whip and they'd whip themselves in the back. They did a sin. They'd whip themselves. You can't see it right now, but I have, I'm have. i pretending to whip myself on the back. This is what you guys do. Someone doesn't like you, so you, you beat yourself up emotionally. <laughs> Silly. You beat yourself up emotionally. Oh, they didn't like me. Something's wrong with me. I've got to do something else. I've got to be something else. I've got to change who I am. I've got to change who I am. I've got to improve myself. That's my big beef with the personal development world, is... I've got to be the best version of myself, which assumes that you're not, which assumes that there's something wrong with you. Now, when we work together, you'll recognize, right? You'll recognize straight off the bat that I don't look at you like you're broken. I don't look at you like there is something wrong with you because if I did, I'd break you more. That's why whenever I went to a coach in the past, never, uh, there are some that it really worked and I have my coaches as well, all right? But there are some I know that fucking didn't work because they looked at me like I was someone to be fixed. And it's the same thing if you get into a relationship thinking, or if you talk to someone thinking that there are walls to break down. You fuck it up before it even starts. You destroy it before it actually has, it's even started. But instead, what you do is you just assume it works. Not like bullshit yourself, but know it works because that's how it does. Don't go, it works, it works, it works, it works, it works. No, it works, and it does. And by knowing it works, it means you understand who you are. If you think you're a social person, you'll naturally meet people. If you recognize... Now, I have my super formula, which I've actually revealed online, and I won't in this podcast unless I think it's necessary, but I have my super way of doing that, which empowers people like fucking hell on fire, more hotter than hell on fire, more swifter than a fucking peregrine falcon, which I think is the fastest bird. I might be incorrect. Um... But in a way that makes you so empowered, so indestructible, so recognizing your own attractiveness that you'll fucking make waves very quickly. You know, it was due this through this own process, this own my secret, secret method that I, uh, I pretty much just massively revolutionized my life. In fact, that's why I'm moving right now, because I realized I was holding on to certain things that were keeping me where I was. Like, for example, I want to tour again. It's been a few years since I've toured, and I realized I got too much shit to sort out in Melbourne. That's why I haven't moved, or I haven't traveled. Uh, it's insane. It's because I got too much shit to sort out. But instead, when you sort that out, right, it's like a ghost. You know those movies where... There's like a ghost or a TV show and there's a ghost and the ghost can't move on because the ghost has unfinished business. No wonder you don't have love in your life. Maybe you do. No wonder it's not working. Maybe it is. I don't know. Remember, this is a podcast, for fuck's sake. But no wonder it's not going where you want to go. You got unfinished business. And the unfinished business is you have to figure out who you are. If I go, are you a social person, and you get offended, see, the, like, that's probably the right response. I'm like, are you social? Like, what do you mean am I social? Fuck you. Like, of course I am. My sister the other day called me, um, 
She called me OCD about my video production quality because recently I, th I thought my video production quality had actually lapsed. And so I bought this new little tripod that'll help me stand it up and all these things. I was playing around with microphones and I might get some more today. I don't know. But she's like, you're a bit OCD about it. I was like, what do you mean OCD? It's called video quality. <laughs> Making it look good. What are you talking about? Makes no sense. Told us to our face. We laughed, we loved, we learned, we connected, we bonded, we had dinner. Because I recognize myself as someone who has a good relationship with my family, my sister, my brother. And so as a result, I work hell bent and nights to try and make it up to the standard that I need it to be. And this is the thing. If you recognize yourself as beautiful, which if you're one of my clients who just did that, you'll know who you are. Hello. But you will have recognized that you're beautiful inside and out. You won't need someone to validate it. But what will happen is, is people naturally will and it'll just seem normal. It won't be a big surprise. It won't be a big deal. It'll just seem normal. Now, it's the same thing. Are you worthy of love or people's attention? Are you? If the answer is, I'm not sure... No, if the answer is anything less than why the hell are you asking that question, then it's a no. Because it's a fucking masochist. It's a, am I worthy of love? I gotta prove it to myself. I'm doing this, I'm worthy of love ritual. Don't you see? I spend three hours a day trying to be worthy of love, Harvey. Can't you see I'm worthy? And I go, hmm, that's interesting. If you thought that you were worthy, why would you spend so much time trying to prove it to yourself? Hmm, that's interesting. But Harvey, I've done your courses and I keep doing them. Why do you think that I overnight, personally, why do you think I overnight took down all my online courses except for working with me one-on-one? -on -one? Because you motherfuckers were doing them over and over and over again in an attempt to prove to yourself that you're worthy of love. So I took it down because for those people that weren't trying to prove to themselves, it was fucking fantastic. They did it, they got it, they moved on. Congratulations, here's your certificate. For those other people who were trying to prove shit to themselves, they did it over and over and over again, and they do what I call loving yourself into a corner, where you, where you say, oh my God, I just gotta love myself more. The only reason why it didn't work out is I didn't love myself. No, you didn't know yourself. There's a difference, but yet it's sort of the same. So I took them down because you guys are all doing it for the wrong reasons. And so therefore, in the future, I'll re-release them uh, with extra stuff to make sure that you guys get it from the start because that's an encounter. I have to change the way that I've done it because now I've seen the effects of it. Um, it was 50-50 amazing, especially the seven-day self-love course, which was amazing. Um, I, I really enjoyed putting it out there. It's one of my favorites. In the future, I might actually say it's a seven-day self-love course, but actually make it 14 days. Ho, 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 ho. I don't know. We'll see when we get there. Um, but with a big majority on helping you guys recognize your sense of identity. But when we work one-on-one, -on -one, fucking call you on your shit, first and foremost. Call you on the stuff that you're bullshitting yourself pull your head out of your ass, and make you see things actually how they're meant to be seen. Now, here's a thing that I see over and over again. And um, this is from uh, actually recently, uh, before I started recording this podcast, I actually had a guy message me. Now, obviously for anonymous reasons. 
but he's asking me, hey, why did my partner break up with me? And he needed to know the answer. And sure, that's great. It's called closure. We need closure, right? But he needed to know the answer because he needed to know what it meant about him. And I told him straight up, this is the reason why she broke up with you. Because you needed to know. And he was like, oh my God, that's true. This is what puts a strain on our relationship when we're trying to figure ourselves out. But aren't we always evolving? Yeah, sure, you're always evolving, you know? Evolving is natural. You don't need to focus on it. It happens. What you do need to focus on is who and what you are. Because when you know that, but I'm an evolving person. I change every day. Yes, but guess what? The fact that you're evolving stays the same. Yeah, but I want to reinvent myself. You can't reinvent the core fundamentalness of who you are. You know, as I've been doing this process, I've been going back to my roots. As I said, this is I'm moving back with my family. I don't know if I said that, but I am. Back to the farm! Fucking on the farm! So you'll see, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see a lot more random stories about kangaroos. Because they're fucking there. <laughs> like, like, it's like for all the people who aren't in Australia who go, Oh, I want to go to Australia because of kangaroos. And then for all the Australians that go, Yeah, but there aren't that actually many around. Just go to a farm. Just go to a farm. You'll see them. 50% of the time. So if you follow me on Instagram, it's at gethimhooked.com. You'll see my, uh, my kangaroo-themed Instagram stories. But I've been getting back to my roots as I've been asking myself more about who am I, who am I, who am I, finding out more about who I am. I realize that a good majority of the time I try and change who I was to match what other people were. Straight up, even how I ran my business. You'll see from now on massive changes. You probably see this podcast is even a bit different. Sure, the sound quality, whatever, who gives a fuck? But the way that I'm speaking probably seems very to the point, very, not ruthless, but really just straight up, real honest, less dilly-dallying, and more uh, uh, rebunctious language, if rebunctious is even a word. Because when you know who you are, you don't worry about it. And here's the thing. A woman messaged me this morning. A woman. Because I'm a man who's interested in women, right? I'm also a man who coaches mostly women when it comes to their love lives. But this is a woman that I was once interested in the past. And this was a woman that, at the time, I was a fucking self-masochist. I thought that it was my job to convince people to like me. Yes, Harvey, the amazing dating coach, at one time thought that that's how it goes. Get over it. I learned to, how do you think I know what I know now? I made the mistakes. I've bankrupted myself over and over again. I've done all the crazy bullshit shit that, that I, you don't need to do. You know what? That's what I learned. Once you do it, you're like, I didn't need to do this to learn this lesson. So listen to me. I've got the fucking answers. But she messaged me this morning on Instagram asking, hey, did you block me on Facebook? And I said, yes. I can't remember exactly what I said. I said, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, because you led me on. You don't treat me with respect. This was ages ago that we uh, connected. Before I was the man I am today. 
He led me on. He didn't treat me with dis- like he didn't, re- he didn't treat me with respect. He couldn't treat me with the same respect that you treated your friends. Clearly, I was worthless to you. So, uh, of course, I blocked you. Uh, yeah. And she replied, going, "Oh, I guess you're a bit of an asshole now too." Which is probably true, but who gives a crap? <laughs> you know what do you want? The truth. <laughs> but the point is, I got the pleasure of blocking her again twice. And I don't say this to lord this over, and I don't say this to be a dick, but what I say this is to demonstrate something to you, is that when you know who you are, you also know your worth. You'll cut out the people that will bullshit you, you'll stop being a masochist, fucking flagellating yourself with bad relationships over and over and over again, because this shit is like a light switch. You know you're stumbling in the dark, then you find the light switch and you turn it on and suddenly you can see the room? This shit is like a light switch! But then, back to the story, right? As the example. The reason why I said this to you is because I want you to see that you can say this stuff to people. You can be kind and not nice. There's a difference, right? People say yelling at someone is bad. But if someone is going to be hit by a bus, yelling at them seems like the logical thing. Hey, you're going to get hit by a bus! Someone is treating you bad, you don't have to yell at them, but you can say to them very clearly and very honestly, you treated me like shit, you treated me less than how I wanted to be treated, and I now know how I want to be treated. And when you recognize yourself that you say, you can gladly and proudly say to yourself that I am worthy of love, you will then meet those people that are worthy of your love, or that will give you the love that you want. And more importantly, You'll follow your path of least resistance and find it where it already is. I think I talked about this in the last podcast, where the different three kinds of people that you'll meet, and one of the kinds is the kind of person that you'll meet who will want to give you time. And some of you guys are too afraid of giving your time to these people because like, why are they giving me their time? Because they fucking like you. Because you're too afraid if someone gives you your time... You find the people that don't give you your time, then you chase them, then you practice chasing. You become a chaser and not the fucking orbit gravitational mass that you should be, that people are naturally attracted to you. That you become magnetic, you become special, and people know it. You become powerful. That it's not always you apologizing to other people. It's not always you placating to other people. It's not always you trying to make things work. It's not always you trying to figure out how to be attractive, saying you're too shy, that you're like, I don't know, that's just not me. None of that will matter because you know who you are. You know where your place in the fucking universe is. You know what you stand for. You know you're worthy of love. And it just makes sense that this is how it is This is how it should be. This is how it always has been. And nothing else will matter. So if you want help with this, if you want my amazing process, which, by the way, is so powerful and so simple, you can do by yourself. And I'm like, why the fuck do I even charge for this? Which I do. Thousands. (laughs) Because it's, it's not only so simple, but it is so, and it is worth the thousands. Because if I can fucking revolutionize your life and just make it work, what do you think you'll be capable of with that? If the whole planet worked together, we'd have more shit done. 
as a metaphor, right? If the whole planet worked together, we'd have more shit done. There would be no need for military because we wouldn't be fighting each other. We'd have more resources. And then we'd achieve more things. We'd solve problems, cure cancer, go to space, all that crap. But imagine you are a planet right now. If you spend less time trying to fight with yourself, less time trying to prove to yourself who you, what you are, less time trying to prove shit, you'd have more shit done. You know that thing, get shit done. Which is something I used to say when I was a graphic designer. That was the motto of my, um, my design studio, was get shit done. I'm returning back to those roots. You know if I learnt the stuff that I do now, did now, when I was a graphic designer, I probably would have made my graphic design agency amazing, and I probably would have never become the dating coach I am today. But frankly, I'm fucking glad I'm a dating coach because I also realized that this was probably also my inevitable thing. This was always the thing. You know, when I was a little kid, I used to read up about this kind of stuff, thinking I would love to be one of these guys in the future. And I was too afraid to admit it. Too afraid to admit it. What are things you're too afraid to admit? What are things about you that you're too afraid to admit? What are things about your relationship that you're too afraid to admit? Knowing the answer is a lot more liberating than hiding from it. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you want to work with me, go to gettinghook.com, click some buttons that say private coaching or coaching, or I don't know what it says because I'll probably change it anyway. Um, Click it, apply for a call, schedule in your time. We'll fucking talk. Have a good time. You'll laugh, you'll learn, you'll love, you'll cry. Most people do at one point because they realize some deep truths about themselves. You'll sort yourself out. You'll create love life. You'll start to enjoy them. You know, people say, like, this is, this is, I mean, like, here's the thing, right? My, let's, let's talk about my journey with weight loss as a metaphor for most people's journey with love. My journey with weight loss was a bit of a pain in the ass. I'd done all these things, and honestly, the only thing that really helped me lose weight was fasting. Anyway, everyone says, enjoy the process, enjoy the process, enjoy the process. Then I was thinking, you know what actually helps me lose weight? Fasting every now and then. You know, I just want to eat for a day. That'll be fine. I'm not fucking anorexic. You know, when I was younger, I was. I know what anorexic looks like. I'm not anorexic. Trust me on that. Um, and, uh, yeah. And so then I, after a couple of days on and off fasting, I put on an, uh, an old shirt that was way too tight. Like, I'm talking, I couldn't fucking button it up. And I put it on. And it fits perfectly. And I go, do you know what's better than enjoying the process? Enjoying the results. Do you know what's better? Not trying to figure it out and just enjoying the fucking fruits of your labor. So what do you want? Do you want to spend your time figuring it out, stabbing in the dark, flagellating yourself, masticating yourself? Or do you want to flick on the fucking light switch and enjoy what's already there? So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I am Harvey Hook, your host, your amazing commentator, and I will talk to you next Saturday, probably, uh, on more of the latest and greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast with me, your boy, motherfucking Harvey Hook. And don't you forget it. Bye.